today's forecast is looking like a high chance of pizza. Stay in an order. Domino's Hawaii, we deliver aloha in any kind weather. The Mothership Podcast is sponsored by Hawaii Surrogacy Center. Start your family with Hawaii's leading surrogacy agency. Welcome to the Mothership Podcast. As you, if you're a parent, you may know that, you know, we can get caught up in the daily grind and it's so easy to overlook, you know, some of the healthy foods that we could be feeding our family, ourselves even, and especially our kids. And sometimes it becomes pretty challenging. We often, I don't know about you guys, but, you know, we fall to what's uh, more convenient and oftentimes that doesn't really result in the healthiest of foods. Uh, Noli and Brooke, what are some ways that you try to fit in some healthy foods into your children's diet? Yeah, absolutely. So that's really hard to do, especially in a fast paced day to day thing. Um, I try to just at least grab some vegetables some fresh vegetables to throw in with whatever dinner they have um, or, or shakes to supplement. How about you, Brooke? Yep, I agree so hard, especially if you have, um, you know, kids and different practices going and all their activities. So I think the key is to try to prep um, if you can. It's hard. Um, if you can batch prep, that's even better. And then for me, like just trying to throw in a fresh fruit, um, fresh vegetable, fresh fruits in the morning, especially whatever they're eating. And then at, at lunch, if I pack lunch and making sure there's a fresh vegetable and fruit in there. And then same thing with Noli at dinner, making sure there's something fresh um, always going along with the dinner and then taking their supplements at night and in the morning too. Wow. Okay. You have a routine already, <laughs> but you know, okay. So I'm a mom of three young boys and, and for me, it's, it's kind of like a battle because if it's not appealing to them, then I'm going to see it then like the, at the end of the day, still in their lunchbox, not eaten. Mm. And then, you know, yep. I kind of feel like I give up. So I know that it takes persistence. I know I have to try a different approach. And that's why we're so excited to be joined tonight by our special guest, Marie Akisawa. She's the co-author of Eating the Shokuikue, the Japanese guide to raising kids with healthy food habits. Now, Marie is also the author of four other books, some of them about beating diabetes with low-carb foods and the magic of health supplements. She's also a chef and a nutritionist and the host of an internet radio show called Marie's Room. And she also owns a restaurant and a catering business in Japan where she lives. Aloha and welcome, Marie, to our podcast. Aloha. Aloha. Thank you so much for having me on your show. So you just heard all of us talking about the struggles that that parents deal with every day about trying to work healthy foods into their children's diet. Mm -hmm. How are we going about it the wrong way? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, everybody is very busy nowadays. So, you know, um, Brooke, I think you said mm -hmm. um, you let your child bring lunch packs, like lunch box. We have um, bento boxes here in Japan. 
where um, mothers, you know, make uh, kids lunch boxes, and it's fun in a way because like we're busy and we don't have any time to communicate, but through bento boxes, we're kind of like communicating with each other. You know, like mm. what you know, my mom put uh, in my lunch boxes. Wow, I've never had this before. You know, or wow, oh. This is the one that my mom wanted me to eat, but I can't, but I'll try today or, you know, so there's a really good communication between you and your child. And um, it's a great tool. And I have recipe of my bento box uh, 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 that I, you know, introduce, which is very easy to make. Um, you don't have to have that much time to make that. So um, you can even like, you know, throw in the uh, things you ate the night before, of course, and some fruits too. And so please, please um, look at it and see if you like the recipe or not. Oh. And you can do so many more things with uh, kids. Um, you know, kids want to play with toys, but why not? Like, you know, we tend to say, don't mess with food or don't play with food but let them play with food and try to let them explore about you know food so um i always tell people like if you are eating one certain thing like for instance when i went to highland um i was welcomed by the hotelman to uh frog leg you know and i'm like i didn't know if that's if what it was so I looked at it and I smelled it and I, you know, played with it and and then I ate it. That's how people are, you know, when we're exposed to something that's very different. So kids want to know what they are before eating them. So let them take time and, you know, play with them. And uh, that's, that's the thing that um, parents can do with uh, children and um, try to make like make like you know the carrots are oh like what's what's um flying is that is that a bird or is that a carrot or you know you know, just play with any kind of food veggies <laughs> and kids will love to do that and that's how you get familiar with vegetables eating vegetables at the um as a result you know yeah, that is so cute. Um, I is this so? I, I mean, what we know in Hawaii uh, about the Japanese is well, I think um, you have some genes that allow you to live very long, um, mm. and the 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 Japanese diet itself is um, is different from the American the Western style diet where there's a lot of mm. foods and 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 so forth. So this way or this approach to eating would you say it's heavily influenced by the Japanese culture hmm. uh, I think we're really lucky that to begin with we have really healthy food um, like seaweed and you know soy products such as tohu and we eat that regularly I mean just you know put soy sauce and kids will love to eat that um, mm -hmm. Some people in you know all over the world they taste tofu and it kind of tastes like really doesn't taste that much you know so kids 
wouldn't really want to eat them. However, I have a recipe in my back of my book with um, tofu, tofu cheesecake. And so you can also arrange it and eat it in a different way, which kids will love. But, um, you know, that those tofu and seaweed and mushrooms, and we eat that regularly and kids do too. So there's a base for that, for healthy eating. But um, on top of it, uh, there's a habit, like eating habit that we have, which we are taught from really small, uh, shoku ikue, a dietary um, education. And that's also very, very important because we can, uh, Japanese people can go back to our original state when we were like brought up. Um, even though, you know, I went to the States when I was 15, well, and I was there for two years and I loved eating fast food. Like I loved French fries and pizza. Mm -hmm. They're so delicious. You know, I still love them. <laughs> but uh, when I came back, you know, to Japan, I could go back to my uh, original state where I would eat, you know, tofu every once in a while and eat, drink miso soup. And not only that, uh, but um, eat until like 80% full, we say, mm -hmm. stop uh, where we think, you know, I'm we're full. You know, the moment that you think, oh, I might be full. Is it, am I full or not? <laughs> if you stop there then you're just all right but usually we tend to go on you know keep on eating more but we have a saying um you should stop until 80 percent full so that's what we were taught so that's it's really natural for us it's like a second nature to just stop when we should stop and also um i wrote in my book that of and also um, the cover the, of the book, yeah, we have like dishes, like many dishes in front of us when we eat. And it takes time to like eat from uh, one dish, you know, at a time. And also we use chopsticks. So, um, but there's not too much food because parents usually um control i don't know if that's the right word but manage the amount of food that kids eat so we never really um thought about you know eating more or eating less just the things that you know my parents uh told us to eat uh, we would eat we we ate so so that's how it was and also lunch, um, we have uh, lunchtime like uh, in school where people were um, uh, school lunches. You know, we, we eat school lunches and that also is uh, very uh, managed uh, with the right amount for mm -hmm. each one. And some kids would like to eat more and they would say, oh, I want more. And they of course can eat more but they're not too much uh, left because, you know, everything's all calculated and everything's all managed to the right amount. And uh, kids satisfied with it. 
and they don't bring any sweets or snacks at all. It's not allowed. So no like sodas or anything like that at school. So, um, and that's just normal, you know? So um, that kind of a thing that uh, we, I think we are very, very um, fortunate that we can grow kids like that. But on the other hand, um, right now I saw McDonald's with really long lines, you know, nowadays in Japan also. Oh. Yeah, because people are busy, you know, they just want to go and grab the food and eat in the car. And yeah, that's the lifestyle we're leading. So um, I made sure that other recipes in my book, uh, you could make it, you know, right away. I mean, it doesn't make that much time. So you can do that with healthy food habits and also healthy food in general. Mm -hmm. I think so. <laughs> Yeah. So in Hawaii, do you think it's possible with the grocery stores that we have? It's kind of some, I mean, do you find the same ingredients doable for families in Hawaii for your yeah, recipes? I think so I think so. I love um, going to Hawaii. And then actually, I lived there when I was like two, two years old. <laughs> um, yeah. And po pokey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fish. Raw fish. Yeah. Mm. Raw fish. Um, it's like very similar to to our sashimi and I loved eating that and there's much enzyme in it and um, fish is really good. You just have to remember that there's a uh, heavy metal inside mercury uh, in all the big fishes like uh, tuna. So mm -hmm. you need to be careful not to eat that every single day. But other than that, fish has um, lots of you know omega-3 really healthy oil and it's really good source of protein mm. so i think hawaii has many many uh good original what do you call it uh food that uh is very healthy and i'd love to go live there because it's so cool to eat <laughs> that oh it's so cool <laughs> yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Marie is is um the Shokoiku way is that like a place that it start is that what it's named after or can you tell us a little bit more about how it started if for those of us who don't know what that is right right um we've been following this Shokoiku way which is a dietary education from um from the 1800s but um the law uh, was enacted officially in 2005 since there was much influence from the western food culture and some people were becoming kind of obese and getting chronic disease and especially um children so that's mm -hmm. why uh, the law was officially enacted uh recently um, but the way that we um were raised um were uh, at school and at home the same way shoku iku way mm -hmm. so People think that, like, you know, leading, if we follow a Shokuik way uh, here, um, it's, mm, if you want your kids to have, like, a higher IQ or, because it's, mm. kids concentrate more when they study with this um, eating habit. 
And so um, there has been um, saying that maybe Japanese people eat more fish. That's why uh, they have more concentration and uh, it's good for brain function, uh, omega-3 oil. But not only that, I think. Mm -hmm. Not eating excess, like for example, is a really good uh, uh, way. And also eating healthy when they're little, um, the brain cells grow when from uh, zero year old to I think four years old. Uh, the ma maximum growth is during those years. So you really need to um, be careful what to feed. And um, yeah, and so I think, and also um, growing the taste bud, mm. buds, it's, I think it's very important too for kids. If you try to let them eat many different kinds of food, then they're going to grow their different kinds of taste buds, which would benefit them in the in their later life. Uh, they can know uh, not only they can enjoy food from all over the world, but also when if they get like a disease and if they have to um, uh, eat certain things and cannot eat certain things. Uh, kids will be in pain. I mean, they, they will be in pain, I think. And my dad is now 85 years old and he's diabetic. And um, he cannot eat things like rice or bread or too much, you know, sweets. But he's okay because he has other things he likes. And so, you know, you can go back to the original state where you don't really have to i mean he went through the war and you know he had those times when he couldn't eat much and many of the older people here in japan uh, experienced that period of time and they know that you can survive you know without eating too much food <laughs> yeah. so that kind of mindset um which we need to have in nowadays because we're just eating too much food and we just don't know how to stop. And uh, <laughs> we have this word called motainai and we, it means what a waste, you know? And there's a lot of issue about food loss nowadays and there seems to be abundance of food and people are throwing away food, pounds and pounds of food every single day. And on the other hand, people are starving on different parts of the world. and that's the thing that we were told when we were small too and also about the war time you know mm -hmm. so we uh also need to tell children and let them know um that we need to have respect towards um people who make food and you know grow plant vegetables um we um have a religion called shintoism mm -hmm besides Buddhism and Shintoism is like, we think that nature has many, many gods. 
So we respect, we need to be grateful for nature, and then we need to respect each nature. So we need to um, protect the environment and also respect for the whole foods that we eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We would go with children to the farm and see what the farmers are growing. And then we might buy the vegetables there and we bring them home. And then we cook, you know, together maybe in the kitchen. And then we say, itadakimasu with our hands claps in front of us. And it's like a prayer, you know? And then we respect for the food. We give respect for the food. And of course, parents and the people who helped the food um, to be on the table, everyone, everybody mm -hmm, who was involved with um, uh, the food in front of us. So those kind of um, respect towards uh, food, uh, kids has to have, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Marie, this is, um, it's really eye-opening. It's a lot to take in. And um, if for the people listening, they're probably like, wow, this is definitely not gonna happen overnight. Um, it's, mm -hmm. a, it's a whole shift of thinking. It's um, yeah. for being more mindful, like that approach, being more mindful about your meal and actually thinking differently about the foods that you're eating. Um, because going back to what we were saying in the very beginning, when we get so busy, you don't think about mm -hmm. it. Like you took a while to, to describe all the things that you have to keep in mind when you're approaching food and, and what to consider and, and how to respect and to know the process. And I know in Japan, it's very interesting because you know part of the culture, the children are um, very independent and and they are they have these skills where um, you know the parent will tell them okay go to the grocery store and, and buy me these vegetables so that they, the child knows what goes into what they're going to eat so it's like such a different mentality and a different approach to food than what mm -hmm. we need to do more of and um, that's why I really appreciate this and, and you know the sad thing is is um in our news report today um, for national news, I think it was like a, I don't know if it was the uh, CDC or whatever, but they did a study where they found out that um, children nowadays, the percentage is so high, the percentage of children that don't eat at least one vegetable or fruit a day is so high mm -hmm. that I think they said it's the norm. Like it's normal now that in America, mm -hmm. children will not even eat a vegetable or a fruit for an entire week. And then, oh. then they went back to what you said, like, you know, the guidance or what the experts recommended is that, you know, try to incorporate at least one fruit or vegetable a day, you know, mm. and that it's shocking that this is what it's come to. So it's, mm. it's almost like we really need to go back to the old school way. It might yeah. not be as fun. It's going to take more time. It's going to take more work on the child's part and on the parent's part, but that's really, I think, the way that you're trying to educate people. Am I correct, Marie? Yeah. Well, exactly what you say um, is, I think, is the right choice to be. Mm. And, um, you know, we as adults and parents should be the ones to guide the children to healthier choices and better eating habits. But, you know, we're busy 
And maybe we have some things like veggies that we don't like, for example, you know, um, but you can explore with kids, you know, you can maybe try eating a bite of a carrot one day, you know, and, and be adventurous and it will make a big difference in um, children's lives and your life and the quality, quality of lives and healthy, longer lives. So once, you know, children get used to it, it's going to be a second nature to them, like, like I was, you know? I went back to the state where original state. So they're gonna naturally make a good decision on what to eat and how they should control their eating habits. So um, you can start now. I mean, like, you know, maybe some of you are thinking, well, my kids are older now, you know, but that's okay, that's okay. I mean, we can all start now, um, it, nothing's too late. We can all start from now and then change the situation. Uh, I don't see it's too difficult. If you do one thing from my book at a time, like one thing uh, per week or per month, I mean, once you know you get a hang of it, I mean, it's going to be very, very easy. You just um, have to keep on doing that and you know adding on to that. So um let's have fun <laughs> and do this together i i would love to you know let everyone know that it's not too late to do anything at all yeah so thank you well mm -hmm. thank you for saying that marie because i think one of the questions in my mind i'm, I'm sitting here thinking gosh my kids are like young teenagers or preteen and i'm like yeah. i wish i had start what i know now i wish i had when they were younger had a like introduce way more things and my I think before we were told you know just don't give them this don't give them all this but nowadays I hear it's like introduce everything as soon as you can um mm. but I wish I had developed their palates much earlier because my kids what they eat fruits and veggies but there's this very select you know right, right. and I but and I know that your gut does better when you have diversity like you were saying and it's just mm. good for overall health so I thank you for saying that because I'm sitting here like Oh my gosh, I wish I had started earlier and I, I want to introduce more things to them. And yeah, I tell them. You know what? You can make it into, put every vegetables in the juicer and then yep. just, you know, put fruits and it's really, you know, tasty. I mean, you don't know which vegetables are in there. Like you can do so many things to make the experience much more uh, fun and, you know, tasty. So you can do it from today or tomorrow, no problem. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. And I, I will say we, we, I mean, I'll hide like hemp seeds in the in the smoothie, right? And they, oh, yes, they're okay. Yes, they see yes. me doing it now. But like, right. I'll, I'll admit too that I, we didn't tell them up front like tansho, and then we're uh -huh. like, it's beef tongue, right? And we didn't mm -hmm. tell them. And then they that's loved well. it. And then after, I'm like, oh, that's beef tongue. They're like, oh, it's actually okay. So I, I'm <laughs> guilty of tricking them. <laughs> oh i see i see i mean like you know they get used to it i think i mean if you keep on doing that you know <laughs> uh, and then it, probably like 30 years from now they will say oh my mom has introduced me to that <laughs> i know yeah so you know not doing it at all uh, and doing it you know just little by little is a big difference so just step by step you know, doing one thing at a time is just so, it's fine. 
Um, there's so many uh, interesting and innovative food uh, also. Um, there's even like a, a flour that's not flour, that's made of almond powder or soy powder yep. that wouldn't raise the blood sugar, you know, that much. And also alternative um, sweetener that's really uh, it's gentle to your body, not artificial. So yep. there are some innovative things that you can um, incorporate into eating. So you don't really have to worry um, if we just do it, you know, <laughs> from today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> speaking, yeah, speaking of starting from today, say there's a someone listening out there, what's one recipe, a simple, quick one that you could recommend that's quick and fast for your family tomorrow? Yeah, okay, let's say um, for kids who don't like veggies, I have like four different kinds of dips that you can make, which is really easy. Uh-huh. And also, um, like, hold on that. Hamburger steak we eat in Japan. You know, that's like a hamburger without buns. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You mm -hmm. can you can make that at home. It's really easy. Just, you know, fry, fry with a frying pan and... You can do that and you can eat uh, hamburger steak there. And also, if kids don't really like to eat tofu itself, I hear there's like tofu every at every supermarket now in the States. So if you sprinkle like cheese over it and put it in the oven, they would just mm. love to Ooh. eat it. I mean, they love the taste of cheese, right? Mm. Mm. Or... Like I said, you know, smoothie is a good thing to do. And other than that, I have a recipe. Cheese, tofu cheesecake is really easy too. Ooh. And uh, I recommend <laughs> that too. All right. Um, so Marie, um, Marie, where can we find your book? Well, you can find it Amazon, of course. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. And of course, um, at, at any bookstore close by, I'm sure they have it. So please look for it and please begin start today yeah so what's <laughs> yes. called eating the shokuiku way the japanese guide to raising kids with healthy food habits and everything that you described it does sound doable so it already sounds very encouraging yeah. for not only us but everybody else listening i'm sure so go out there guys and search for uh, marie akisawa's book eating the shokuiku way thank you so much for educating us about this approach to food it's very important and we want our kids to be healthy right guys mm -hmm. yes. absolutely Great. marie can anyone find you on um social media or website yes. On Facebook and Instagram, Marie Akisawa, M-A-R-I-E-A-K-I-S-A-W-A. -A -A. Yes. <laughs> please, please come. And if you have any questions, please do DM me. Yes. All right. And maybe we will see you in Hawaii so you can. Yes, that would be great. I want to go delicious right Delicious fruits, Hawaii. mango, pineapple. Woo! <laughs> well, I, feel like, okay. I feel like we want to go to Japan too. I know. I'd rather go to Japan. Let's go to Japan. <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, when we go to Japan, we don't uh -huh. use the shoku ikue because yeah. we eat too much. <laughs> no, no, no. It's because the base food no, no. is very healthy, you know? <laughs> I'll, I'll be a tour guide. Yeah. Ah, that would be 
Yay. awesome. Yes, Yay. thank you for joining us from Japan. Uh, thank you. And arigato. Arigato gozaimasu. Arigato. Yes, we're gonna break up and die.